0: Hello and welcome to UC Today. I'm Senior Editor Tom Wright, and today I'm joined by Omar from Cisco Webex. Thanks for joining us, Omar. Thanks for having me, Tom. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And to start with, it would be good, I think, to um, kind of give us an overview of your your role at Webex. It's not a role that you've been in too long, and I think it's a new role as well that's um, it's quite interesting. So could you perhaps talk us through it?
1: Yeah, yeah, in addition to some of the things that I've been doing here for almost two years at Cisco, um, I'm, I'm driving a growth business unit. Which is really looking at product led growth initiatives, uh, within the business unit. It's looking at high growth, uh, areas of WebEx, areas with, you know, typically triple digit growth, um, new business units, uh, uh, or businesses that we've acquired, uh, that may be selling to, um, new constituents beyond the CIO, maybe, maybe the end business users or marketers or, or, or what have you. Uh, So it is a lot of fun. Let me, let me just say that.
0: So um, there have been quite a few announcements from Cisco over recent months, but what has caught the eye in particular is um, the launch of Vidcast, which is an asynchronous video communication app. So would you be able to kind of talk us through the rationale behind building that and how you see asynchronous communication fitting into hybrid work?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great, great questions. Um, I'm going to actually share my screen if you don't mind. Uh, and I'm going to, um, share with you kind of our thinking on, you know, why we created a uh, vidcast. And, um, so first off, I want to say that, you know, before the pandemic came, we were all attending too many meetings. And if you did this like, uh, autocomplete on Google, this is what people perceive meetings to be. Um, but then the pandemic came and the situation became much worse. So really, the only times we're collaborating people work uh, at work is, is, is meetings because so there isn't that in-person substitute. And what happened for busy people is it's much more inefficient to wait for a meeting now because what happens is like in my group, for instance, I have four CEO, ex-CEOs reporting to me. So you can imagine they're very busy. And when I need to get all of us on, on a call, it's eight days out. Right, unless it's an absolute emergency, uh, and so in addition to that, you have distributed teams in different time zones, and you're playing this you know wait for time zones game to align all the time, and there has to be a better way, and so what we did is we kind of looked at what happened in the you know email market where players like Slack came along and said, look, an email it's too formal. And people kind of feel okay not answering an email for a day or so. Well, And what they did is they created a category in terms of text messaging with Slack and, you know, now WebEx has it and Teams and so on, um, where you shifted a bunch of your time towards doing these very fast text communications. So that was a very successful new category launch. We believe there is a new opportunity now for being able to do things that you didn't have to wait for a meeting to but you didn't want to use text. You wanted to be able to share your screen like I'm sharing now. You wanted to have a much richer you know, collaboration. And so for that, we believe asynchronous video may give people you know, 20 or 30% of their entire time back for them to do productive work where they're not continually waiting for a meeting. And then what happens when you show up to meeting is people kind of fill that bucket of time like water fills a space even if they only needed a few minutes. And so uh, asynchronous video, we think is going to um, do away with many types of meetings. You're still going to need meetings. Uh, absolutely. Email didn't go away, but um, but, but we think this is going to be a really cool category, uh, really help people. So we created Vidcast, which is you know asynchronous video messaging for you to be able to do videos on your time, uh, create it easily, share it easily, have it easily consumed, uh, interactive, uh, all without uh, a meeting. And if you think about the approach we wanted here, I personally believe that really category defining products have to have a strong point of view. And in many cases, those strong point of views um, are so confident that they actually subtract. So, what I mean by that is iOS didn't take the operating system on the desktop and stuff it into the phone, they actually removed a keyboard, right? Twitter. Didn't try to create some, you know, complex blogging system. They basically said, "Look, we're going to put a 130 character limit on it, and what we want you to do is not overthink. Just get a message out. It's going to be uh, something that passes over time, and and people are going to scroll past it. So do a lot, make it fast. Snapchat had disappearing messages. So our perspective on uh, Vidcast." is something we're calling better than real time. It's not to create two hour videos and give you super fancy tools uh, to edit it because you're gonna do a movie distribution. This is really about, you know, fast to create, fast to share, fast to consume. Um, we do it on compressed time, meaning, you know, if you uh, record a video, it actually by default plays at uh, 20% faster. Um, it adds uh, closed captions if you want people to consume it silently, it adds uh, chapters so people can skip directly to the part uh, that they want and it, and it's adding some you know capabilities that actually make the output of the video better than the original uh, so that means you you know simple editing uh filters, collaborative reactions uh, so that's our perspective on it and when you think about this, even though it is a horizontal tool, we are initially focusing on some particular use cases. So we put some examples for real customers who are using Vidcast, real individuals that is. These happen to be um, within Cisco. And so what you're looking at here are people within success, customer success and sales who are using it for something like a customer tutorial, explaining how to do something, explaining a new feature? Usually, they'd have to book lots of meetings with lots of constituents to do that. Now they do it once, but they get the reactions coming back to them, um, kind of live. And then uh, another use case that we're experimenting with is what we call manager comms. So you can do an all hands uh, this way. You can do, you know, stand ups. Uh, and and, uh, do it broadly your team, they can react to you. So these are some initial use cases, even though we do believe it's a horizontal tool, we're using more of a bowling pin strategy, which is focusing on one or two use cases and try to improve the the usability of those use cases end to end um, before we expand into another 10 or 20 different use cases. So that's how we're approaching the problem. I, I hope that answered your question.
0: Yeah, it does. And I'm hoping you'll be able to kind of give us a a little show of how it works.
1: Ah, yes, that's where the fun starts. So let me do that. Uh, Let me show you how this works. Thanks. So um, if you see this is an actual vidcast that somebody on the team created, um, and you'll see a few features of the vidcast. First off, um, they're sharing themselves in the screen. You see uh, her in a bubble here, um, uh, that's uh, that's Anna, and she's in a bubble showing that she has a new hire orientation deck that she's explaining, you know, uh, to the team. You see chapters here, so if I were to click on a particular chapter, it would take you directly to that. Um, uh, I'm going to play. First, we have a new hire SharePoint site. This is where all new hires will be directed for the latest information about Collab, as well as some quick links to everything they may need at. Okay. So that shows you, you know, the ability to go straight there. You hear her speaking at 20% faster. You see the closed captions. You see the emoji reactions that people have left, um, the commenting. Uh, All this is available, by the way, for for free. It's a invitation only beta now, but it's open for people uh, outside of Cisco. uh, And our usage is climbing quite fast. We've kept it in this uh, kind of invite only mode so that we can continue to get feedback and improve the product very fast. Uh, and, um, and the last thing I'll say is uh, if you wanted to actually create your own vidcast, it's actually quite simple. You know, you uh, press play, you come in here, you choose whether you're gonna share your screen. I'm not gonna share the screen because we're already in a share screen mode right now, um, but it's as simple as saying, great, uh, start a recording. Uh, hi folks. This is just a sample of a vidcast. I'm going to say finished and it's going to say, Hey, do you like the vidcast you reported? I'm going to say yes. And all of a sudden I can share it to other people. So really simple. I just showed you, you know, the, 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 features of a vidcast and how absolutely simple it is to create and share with other people, a vidcast, no download needed, uh, and currently free.
0: Well, you sort of showed everyone what there, is, um, what there is on the table there. Have you got any kind of clues or hints you can give us as to, to when people might be able to, to get their hands on this? Uh,
1: first off, if you go to vidcast.io, uh, there's a, a free button that'll take you to the waitlist. Uh, get your name on the waitlist. We are taking uh, people off. Uh, we're doing a little sequentially because there's a, there's a lot of people on the waitlist. Um, but we want to bleed through that, that waitlist in, in a matter of weeks so um uh
0: you can sign up now and then the vidcast was kind of launched at the same time or made public i suppose at the same time as um webex leap which i'm thinking right as saying is a sort of internal um sort of incubator within webex designed to kind of bring through new innovations are you able to kind of talk us through how that's working and what sort of things you're looking at at the moment?
1: Yeah, great great question. So we wanted to create the next generation of collaboration products, uh, essentially to accelerate the adoption of the full WebEx suite. And what we wanted to do there was think through maybe disruptive collaboration models. So you wouldn't expect the meetings team necessarily to spend a lot of time thinking through a product that would cannibalize meetings, right? So for that, you need something more startupy, more disruptive in its thinking, so disruptive that you're willing to experiment with experiments that may fail and fail fast or they might succeed and succeed big but succeed in a disruptive way uh and so um the webex team already is innovating very very fast and they're very advanced innovations. like some of the things they did over the last year was like uh gestures which is done automatically over video so it's not like they needed more innovation it's they needed a different type of innovation more of a startup type where um, where it's an entirely new model, um, selling in a different, uh, way, pricing in a different way. And, you know, just, uh, in, in that sense. So WebEx Leap is that. And the way WebEx Leap runs is that, um, they're very lean teams. Um, and they're typically a small group of engineers with some domain expertise, uh, and business folks together that, Um, as they, you know, go from prototyping, you know, to alpha to beta, the the team size, as they prove success at each phase, they get rewarded with more kind of access to resources. And the goal isn't to spin out an IPO. The goal is to drive huge engagement and viral adoption into the WebEx, uh, suite. Uh, and the goal this year would be maybe to run three vidcast-like projects um, all at once uh, in the first year, like you would with a
0: with an incubator. So a r-
1: really interesting uh, place to be.
0: And it sounds like there's some, um, some good healthy competition there and potentially a lot of interesting things coming out. Are you able to give us maybe any clues about what we could see over the coming months?
1: You know, one of the areas that uh, I think is interesting to innovate uh, broadly, uh, has to do with our expectations of streams. So what do I mean by that? Um, you know, uh, if you're in a typical meeting, you know, like a WebEx meeting, you can change your background. Um, if there's noise and a dog barking, you can filter it and remove the noise. Um, uh, all sorts of stuff like that, which is, uh, easy to do if you're, you know, Cisco or Snapchat or Facebook, hard to do if you're a startup. Can we make it easy for people to do things to video and audio streams that enhance them? So um, when you look at that, you might ask yourself, what are some of the next level enhancements that you should expect uh from people? And I think it would have to do with, it, with inclusivity and accessibility. So, you know, can uh can people hear what you're saying um, uh, and have it actually be more accessible than what you originally said? Um, I'll, I'll share more about that, uh, in the future when we're, when we're ready. Um, but, uh, stream enhancements is a rough, broad category that you could do a whole bunch of, uh, innovations in another area. That's inter- interesting to us is that you spend all this time in, in meetings. Can you somehow connect their outputs into workflow? Uh, it's, a it's another, uh, area of interest and we'll continue to double down on, asynchronous um, content creation and making that content creation accessible and uh, discoverable and so on. So um, broad, broad categories.
0: Okay, well, we'll certainly be keeping an eye out for those announcements, but in the meantime, Omar, it's been great to have you. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Tom. It's been a pleasure.
0: And thank you everyone for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and a share on social media and we'll be back with another video soon.